Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jader, Jason Mitchell, and Adam B. And welcome to another exciting and hopefully funny episode of Hindsight is Horrifying. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> you join us in mid-joke because our co-host here just learned just this moment that they're doing another this, season of Frasier. This very so, moment. Uh, I'm super psyched so about there, it. There's a, lot, there's a lot of trauma right now, a lot of, because uh, apparently Niles is uh, not in it. Then what the Ooh, hell is the on. point? Well, you know, I mean, people like Frasier. A lot of people just Bring like Frasier. Bring back Niles. Bring back Niles. Yeah. I well, anyway, and I, I, I did leave the, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I made the mistake of leaving the, uh, the video playing. Uh, so you guys, uh, who have very sharp eyes at home already know what movie we're doing this week, but, Classic. but Just we case. are, we are still in our, uh, well, it's still in, it's only our second one, uh, our fall of the 1980s. Uh, series mm-hmm. uh, where we're just going to be talking about uh, movies from the uh, greatest generation ever, the 1980s. Yay! And last week was my choice, and I kicked off with uh, one of my all-time favorite 80s movies, Iron Eagle. And this week we have moved on to a Mr. Brown choice. So glad you made it. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna, gonna be, gonna be a lot it's of that, gonna be a long it? night. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, that's true. We're actually filming at night. So this <laughs> <Yeah>. is technically <laughs> technically this is hindsight is horrifying. Night. Nights. Troy and Abed in the morning. Nights. Yeah, we Nights. usually film these at like five o'clock on a on a weeknight. For some reason, doing it at essentially the exact same time, but on a Saturday, it makes Which it is just yeah, it's yeah. throwing me off. It, so it's, hard. it's really weird. <laughs> I have no idea uh, what's going on. But yeah, we are talking about uh one of the most memorable, most sort of iconic uh, movies of the 1980s. It's uh, Revenge of the Nerds. I didn't notice that when I first watched it. Adams College. Home of the Adams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Star Wars, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. The Sound of Music. In the tradition of these great films about fighting back against the odds, 20th Century Fox presents another milestone in motion picture history. Revenge of the Nerds. 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 Nerds! Nerds. What is a nerd? <laughs> They've been laughed at. Picked on. And put down. I'm not kissing a nerd. They don't have the moves. Or the muscle. You know karate? I know. Good. But they've got the brains. I know what we're gonna do. It's time for the odd (laughs) to get even. Their action tonight demands an immediate retaliation. How many cameras do we have left? This should do it. Oh, here she comes. Go up, go up. Oh, no. That nerd saw me naked. as good as you revenge of the nerds their time has come i drink to that well because yes. uh hindsider uh, hindsiders i've not seen this movie before uh it was at mr brown's behest that i watched revenge of the nerds i had seen it before and i will admit i didn't remember quite as many boobs there are way more boobs than I remember. And I don't know if that's just because I was watching like the uh, 
maybe like the the edited for cable TV version. That might have been it. Yeah, you know? that um, was a pretty prominent theme for us growing up because in yeah, uh, yeah. Darby too. Because I remember with Deep Blue Sea, he remembered the TV version. I remember. Um, yeah, and you miss a lot. You yeah, miss, you miss a lot. Like Caddyshack, like I missed so much from watching the TV version. There's so much dirtiness going on in Caddyshack, and same yeah. with this movie. So I imagine it's not that different. Well, right off the bat, one of the things that that I was surprised by was uh, the fact that James Cromwell um, a plays uh, was well, even in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> to it, begin was, with. it was what it was. Lawrence's dad. No, no, uh, Gilbert's dad. Gilbert's dad. Yeah. Um, but then that he's gone. No, no, no. No, no. Lawrence is dead. It's Lawrence's dad. Lewis. 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 Sorry. I was like, wait a minute. Who's Lewis? <laughs> yeah. Lewis. Sorry. An L. So yes. white, a white dude whose name begins with L. I was going to just um, assume you were right because I don't know this movie that well. But anyway, yeah, Lewis. So yeah, he plays Luke's father. Lewis. And <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> yes. Uh, but he's not in the movie past Luke. that. Like he's he's, no. he's in the the pre the credit sequence and then that's it. He's gone. Yeah, he disappears, which yeah. is just. He must have needed a paycheck because uh, there's an interesting story behind the laugh that he yeah, we'll get there for that sure. his son has. So uh, maybe that had something to do with it as to why he made an appearance yeah, in this movie maybe. whatsoever. But we will um, before we get too far into the movie, because we do recognize that there's a lot of people here. And this is a shocking but true fact. A lot of people were born after the 1980s. What? Who? I know. What? Where? Where? How? So is that possible? many of you may not have seen. Do they pay taxes? I think they do. Do I, they drive? Um, what, what yeah, they? They, I think they get to vote and everything. What? Yeah, it's weird. Impossible. Yeah, very modern. I don't know. I but anyway, <laughs> so there are a lot of people in the audience who ha- will never have seen Revenge of the Nerds or maybe even never have heard of it. Mm. So, Darth, why don't you give us a little synopsis and uh, let the uh, the folks know what the movie is about? Of course. So, Hindsiders, for those of you who have not seen this 1980s classic, <laughs> question mark. Hair pie. The sy- <sighs> okay. Moving right along. Keep on. Keep the synopsis is, I'm, I'm powering through, I'm powering through. Geeky college students Gilbert, Anthony Edwards, and Lewis, Robert. Geeky? That's Geeky. What, it's literally called Revenge, Revenge of, of the, the Nerds. Nerds, not Revenge <laughs> of the Geeks. Uh, so Gilbert and Lewis, uh, Lewis is played by Robert Carradine. They are evicted from their dormitory when the Alpha Betas, who recently burned down their own frat house by accident, confiscate the building. When the college faces the freshman or forces the freshmen to live in the gym, Gilbert, Lewis, and their fellow dorks, <laughs> not Dorks. Nerds, dorks. dorks. Their fellow dorks relocate to a rundown house. When the Alpha Betas, led by Jock Stan, Ted McGinley, repeatedly humiliate them, the nerds plot revenge. Yeah, first H- of all, hence the, the title. Yeah, first of all, whoever wrote Thank that. Thank you. I, mean, I would have never pieced that together. Yeah. Uh, it, it is a movie that um, that stands on its own, even though it's part of, technically it's a franchise, because they made like four of them. Um, and, and I know like a lot, most of the cast came, Anthony Edwards didn't come back for the no. second one, but uh, a lot of the cast did, but it is interesting seeing some of these older, uh, roles played by people like Anthony Edwards, mm-hmm. you know, because, uh, he's so young in this. How um, old was he? I mean, younger than he was in Top Gun, clearly. Uh, well, you yeah. know, um, he was 20, 21 years yeah, old. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, goose. Yeah, yeah, goose. You know, this, 20, he was twenty-two. He was born in sixty-one, so he okay. would have been twenty-two, twenty-three when they shot the film. Yeah. Oh, see, so all went to school together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. In case you didn't know, I was 
a bit of a nerd in college. Uh, well, too. I was about to say, explain yeah. why. This, yes, because we when we did Iron Eagle, you know, I explained why it sort of resonated with me. Clearly, this one has a bit of resonance <laughs> with you. Um, so yeah, um, in case it's not obvious to all of you out there in hindsight land, what what was your motivation behind choosing this movie, mm. Mr. Brown? Well. I know I don't like to admit this openly, but I was in college when this came out. And See, I saw I've it. never given that specificity <laughs> regarding your age. So. It's okay. It's okay. I saw it in the movie theater, which is something that kids these days may not understand. You actually went to a theater and mm. you sat in chairs and watched it on a very large screen. I'm was, already confused. I was a chemical and a nuclear engineer. I was in ROTC, which means these were the glasses that I was issued. We call them, we used to call them BCs. Do you know what BCs stands for? Would that be birth control? Birth control glasses. <laughs> and yes, they worked quite well. They worked quite well. I can the, tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see the effectiveness that those would happen. They, those would have on the still, Is that still a thing in the military? The terrible glasses or have they yes. moved on? Wait, to, are you kidding? Very terrible. Yeah. I thought he was kidding. That's a real thing. These yes, are, these, that's, the, no, and, and, and they would even real. make sunglasses. I brought my shades. So when I was out in the town or doing some clubbing. As a nerd, these was were the ones I'd wear. Oh, Emily my. and Ivory. Actually, the, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. Actually, I think the the shades actually they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're no, very the shades, breakfast. The club. shades are pretty cool. And and to be honest with you, you know, nowadays with the other glasses, go into a lens crafters. They're selling those. Well, these Hipsters actually. So we've got like three pairs going on. So what? What's so these the are my Gil, these are my Gilberts, which are P three aviator glasses. <laughs> if you can see them uh, now, you know these were John Lennon glasses when yeah. I was when yeah. I was growing up. Okay, but but no, these these were very very dorky glasses and continued to be dorky. Started to get cool, and that's when the military changed them. They stopped issuing them, and then they were gross brown tortoise lens things Ew. that were disgusting. Hey, I have tortoise shell glasses. Thank you very much. No, but they're back in. I was talking about well, and I'm a, the 90s. I'm a lady, so I can pull off things that you can't pull oh, yes. off. So. Well, th yes. this is true. As a lady, true. you can get away with much. Especially when I arrived at the studio with pizza or any sort of food, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, uh, I can do no wrong, essentially. So, yeah. All right. Well, interesting. But, but anyway, as a nerd in college, chemical and a nuclear engineer, it was a little better than high school. High school was rough. And when I saw this movie, it w I found it very inspirational because the nerds win in the end. And you have to understand, in real life, that never happens. <laughs> Ever. I mean. Ever. <laughs> I, well, until, yeah. until 10 years after you've graduated, you have salaries, usually three or four X with the... Uh, the jocks had, and then suddenly you become much more appealing because women aren't as much interested in looks. Yeah. They're more interested in your well, wallet. In my experience, though, in my experience, a Jack lot of those jocks it. end up in management, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but you're absolutely correct. Uh, yeah. It's like, uh, I think there was a line in modern family where Mitchell said that to uh, Manny, where he said, you know, don't worry in the end we win. <laughs> Well, it's it funny. sucks now, and it does suck. And any kid who's listening to this, if you're in high school or, or college, I we all get it. It sucks. Oh, but yeah. don't worry. Just ride it out. Just ride it out. Ride Trust it out. me. Well, as a yeah. rare unicorn who enjoyed high school, uh, apparently that's really, really... Was it drugs? <laughs> no. It wasn't, it which just, is weird. Yeah, I, so I just weird. liked high school. I got along with people. But the point is, uh, I was talking to Kaylee, 
And we actually touched on this subject today because uh, I was like, remember when you were younger and you were just like, I don't understand the whole dating scene, like why people are putting this pressure on themselves when they're 14, 15 years old. I was like, well, the thing is, you're very much like me. Uh, you've got a wry sense of humor and kind of a dry personality. And that's not going to be uh, marketable <laughs> until, until later. you're in yeah, your 20s. Until later, yeah. uh, in which case the boys are going to be like, oh my God, I can talk to you for an hour and I still want to talk to you. Yeah. Wow, that's the girl I want to date. Y'all don't realize that until you're in your 20s when you've gotten over the whole, like not yeah. gotten over, but like learn to live put it in with perspective. The, yeah, put, put it in perspective, perspective and not just value the visual. Well, I think in the greater you know scheme of the 1980s and 1980s movies, and I, I, I think that this was a, a, a change from the 70s, uh, you started to see it in the late 70s with movies sort of like when we talked about uh, Meatballs. Mm -hmm. Meatballs. Um, where there's a profound, there's a movie that's aimed at a very, you know, a, a younger demographic where by virtue of being whoever you are, you're the underdog just because of who you are. Right, just so your, your, your characteristic is that you're, you know, you're the, the odds are against you. There's somebody else who's way the hell better at you. Because Bill Murray has that you. whole scene yeah. where he's like, it just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 It just doesn't matter because even if we win, the girls are going to go date those rich guys ac yes, across right. the lake. Yeah. Like, yes. it just doesn't matter. But that was a thing in the 80s it's where so we were basically, you know, fed this constant uh, message that, one, you, you can do it. You can overcome it. You can win it. The, you know, Charlie Brown's going to kick the football eventually. Um, Did he ever? Uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> I was but, about to but say, all, what, but, what but, episode was this? That's more that I Yeah, but I, I've actually. always said that, you know, a real, all real Americans are just rooting for Charlie Brown to kick that football. Oh, of course oh, we yeah. are. That's, that's what we want. That's why, but, see, you saw how keen I was. I was like, wait a minute, did that finally yeah, happen? Because yeah. I missed it. <laughs> but in the 80s, you were also taught that if you just, and it was consistent across so many movies, mainly comedies, but if you just thought about the situation long enough, you could figure out a way of just kind of reframing it. You know, everything works out for it, me. Well, you, <laughs> you, you could use your brain and you could come up with a solution, you know, and this is kind of the ultimate one of those movies. Cause that's what these guys have. Well, you that know? and yeah. weird science, of course, weird science. Yeah. Which yeah. Mr. Brown's theme movie. We did. We, yes. We did weird you science. You picked it. I want to do it again. We did weird I science I love a it. long time ago. Yeah. Okay. That was a very long time ago. I think, you I think, were here. I think we had a guest. I think no, maybe, not for weird we science. It was a yeah. Mr. Brown specific right, well, pick. It was just the three. I'll, I'm, I'm I'll, blind. I'll dig it. I can't I'll, remember. Uh, my I'll, boys I'll, are becoming so senior. Are you yeah. pulling a Ray Charles right now? What are you doing? <laughs> could be a Ray Charles. Could be. Could be just me doing me. Could be. Yeah. Uh, the the plot of the movie, you know, you, it centers around two characters: uh, Anthony Edwards, who plays Goose, and Luke. <laughs> So Goose and Luke are going to college. Gilbert and Lewis. Yes, right. he's, he's demonstrating I, sorry, sorry, what sorry. senior. What the, when you become Gilbert a senior. Gilbert and Sullivan go to college. <laughs> what happens? Lewis and, and Clark Lewis go to Adams Clark, College. Lewis and Clark go to college, which is something that you know right away. We all, everybody who's been to college knows that first Ooh, foray into oh the my real world. Gosh. The sheer terror. Yes, and, but they actually end up being. You know, things are kind of. Okay for them at first because they get a pretty sweet room. Yeah. 
you know, they're living in a, in a bit of a fantasy world. Uh, they don't realize we're going to have you know, an entertainment center in that corner yeah. and we're going to do this over here. Well, what is he, like, does, doesn't he ask about like getting a refrigerator for snacks while oh, we're yeah. studying? Well, and, and what to do if you have a girl, you <laughs> yeah. got to put something on the doorknob, yeah. you know. You got to put a tie on that doorknob or yeah. something yeah. or a sock I or was, whatever. I was so goddamn lucky when I was in college because we had private rooms. Mm. And that in was, the haunted house? No, no, we had a dorm. There was one dorm. Uh, at, one for the there was one boys dorm, one girls dorm that were private, and it was basically first come first serve. If you if a spot opened and you, you asked it. for it, you got it. And uh, and oh my god, that See, was I, I was even luckier. That was the best because at uh, Kesar, Kennesaw State, uh, we had apartments, so all the rooms were already set up to be private. It was clearly an old dormitory that had been converted to apartments. Yeah. Uh, so I still shared a bathroom, but just with one person. I didn't have to share that, a bathroom with like a floor okay. full of people. So that was you a luxury when I was in college. That, that was the da- the downside. The downside was that we had every floor had one. One bathroom. Ugh, no. So we had we. Did were, you have open bay showers? Uh, we had the each shower had a partition, but yeah. there was no like curtain or anything. No. Oh, so you were we sitting had in open there bay. Yeah. Open bay, like if you you could brush up against another yeah. person. Yeah, but see, you clearly like that because then you enlisted in the military. <laughs> well, that and is stuck true. to that theme for a very long time. <laughs> well, yes. So don't even act like this was some sort of hardship, oh, Mister. We, we all know. Hey, no on, one, my, on my submarine, we had single stall showers. Of course, you could fit three or four guys in yeah. there. <laughs> but, but, here, but they were tight. If you here's the question, hard though. <laughs> here's the question, though. A, did you ever use them? And B, how long did you get in there? Ooh. Now, wait, are you talking about the, the single shower. stall or the open bay? No, the, the single stalls in the submarines. We're did talking you, about did the you other actually, submariners. Because I'll be honest, if I was on a submarine, I'd be that guy who just was like, I'm not showering. Well, <laughs> what happened was the people that didn't shower, You'd they got dragged in. into the shower and they were scrubbed <laughs> with scrub brushes. What They're, if I like that, though? Well, then, <laughs> then, then they, it's the place to Then be. they made your day. They did. No, showering they was very important. They you extra hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. Oh my God, you're taking we me are. back. But no, on on, on the uh, uh, no on the boat you had to shower, but it had to be like a minute, a minute or two. It was a real quick one. How, okay, okay. So I can do a lot in a minute or I two. I never really thought about this because girls, it, our tendency is that we want to stay clean of our own volition. And boys, apparently not so much. Like, y'all could kind of care less. When, when Do y'all no. only shower because of us? Like, we're it's, kind of. Yes, pretty yeah. much. Oh, for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Somebody yes. somebody has a, a, a picture they did of how men wash themselves, and it's a picture of a guy. And it literally, I don't need to see this. No, it's literally, there's like two spots on, on the male body. I think it's the armpits and the groin, and it's like soap, and then everything else is well, water. that's where water the bad smells fine. generate that's right. from. So, uh, do, well, there's four areas. So yeah. My, yeah, four areas. Yeah. Yeah. Front and back. Front and back. Yeah, and front, yeah, yes, that's God. very important. So how often are you required to shower on a submarine? Mm, as much think, as you can. I think until you start to stink, maybe. Yes. Yeah. No, oh, there's wow. no, they, believe it or not, they did not put such requirements on us. But if you were smelly and you didn't shower for a week, then people would take notice and they so would like, take action. So like if all of a sudden oh, somebody walked into where you were working and they were like pig pin and they had the yes. little like squiggly <laughs> little flies all around them. Especially yeah. if they were the cook, you were like, hell no, <laughs> yeah. you're getting clean today. Yes. That's what's happening. But if you're the captain, well, then... Well, then you had to live with it. Yeah. Yeah. The captain got away with whatever he wanted. Now, Pirate's it, life for me. Now, is Good it Lord. true? This is totally unrelated. Is it true? I've heard this before that a reward, like a little like bonus thing on a submarine would, would be a longer shower. 
Yes. Okay. That, oh, yes, that's a real thing. Sure. Okay. They all call right. them Hollywoods. Okay. That... Call them Hollywood showers. Wow. So when you clean the motor generators, you, you had to like scrape all the black dust off the motor generators. I mean, you were literally covered from top to bottom with carcinogenic material. So if, you you, if you or anyone you know has been diagnosed with mesothelioma. <laughs> and I, and I, you I, cleaned a submarine between I, 1954 and... A ship a service motor generator, and I guarantee most of the guys are dead from cancer, but you were allowed to come up and take a Hollywood, the longest shower that you wanted. Yes, it was uh, awesome. Yeah, because yeah. I imagine the warm water is limited in supply on just a submarine. Water. So, yeah, water, yeah, just yeah. water. Yeah, Because, I mean, one or two minutes, I mean, it's hard to, you know, I mean, I guess you had to jack off other places. <laughs> Although, I mean, you could do it, but, uh, you know, Why? under a minute, it's just perfunctory. You're no. not really enjoying it. No, you went yeah. back to your bunk. You grabbed your, okay, your sock. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What? What's a love sock? So this is... <laughs> What's so funny? Did the she have a song. name? <laughs> Allison. Why are... <laughs> no, no, that was something we were never shy about that on the boat. It was natural. <laughs> As God intended it. <laughs> Ew. So, Ew. This is very much like the beginning of you never oh, went no, by I the quit. bunk when I you quit. heard that. Yeah. <laughs> when you heard that. Or if the if the if the uh, curtain was fluttering. <laughs> you, you stay away. If to know a, what that means. A gentle flutter on the curtain. <laughs> I know. Fluttering at certain a certain periodicity. You waited. You gave them the uh, oh the extra two minutes, and then you woke them up for watch. So this is I very much like the uh, beginning of uh, revenge. I regret um, everything. <laughs> Uh, wow. That, that, I'm, I'm here on a Saturday night. I know. That's I know. I I that's what your life has ended up as. This so, is becoming heady. So the inciting incident, uh, ma making this about screenplays now, uh, the inciting incident. Yeah, there's a movie, moment, right? Uh, is when the frats, uh, the, fr the frats, the jocks. The alpha betas. Yeah. Uh, they burn down their domicile. <laughs> and uh, Coach John Goodman <laughs> um, who is and it's, who's very young? A very young. I'm like who is that guy? Yeah, a very young, very fit John Goodman. Yeah, I was about to say he's trim in this uh, movie. They because he has he's in charge of the football team and he has a a 38 year old uh, quarterback, um, <laughs> Ted McGinley. Yeah, Ted McGinley, um, who is sort of also like a, known as Luke Perry. <laughs> I was thinking a dime store Dirk Benedict. No, yeah. I mean that's what that's I wasn't what I really got. comparing him to Luke Perry, yeah. just in the sense that he's a thirty-year-old playing a teenager. Uh, we'll have to remember to put a picture of Dirk Benedict up for all the people who don't have a fucking clue who he is. Sure, but yeah, the um, motivation. The coach basically tells the team after they drunkenly burn down their frat house that, oh yeah, go out and find yourself a new place to live. Yeah, just just take the dorm. Just take something. Yeah. Not like go out and get an apartment. Don't be responsible. No, just like bully somebody out of their own domicile, yeah. as you called it. Yeah, we so. don't care if they're and, paying. And no boxers, by the way. Yeah, no boxers. Being and, um, cast down there, all got tidy whities So our nerds wind up living in the gymnasium, and uh, there was some realism to this in the sense that when they were shooting the movie, uh, they basically told the guys, "All right, everybody, claim your bunk." So the actors literally just randomly chose their bunk. So um, Booger uh, and the, what is the Asian gentleman's name? It, well, I'll tell you, it's funny because I can't think of him as anyone other than Nagato because that was the character he played in Police Academy. Ah. Oh my God, yeah, that is yeah, him. He's, he's a different actor than Long Duck Dong. Yeah, no, he, yes. no, yeah, he's, he's, uh, uh. Where is my automobile? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Nagato from, he started in Police Academy 3, in my opinion, the best of the police academy movies. Yes. 
Uh, and he was in, I think he was in all the rest of them up until assignment Miami beach or whatever. Sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Nagato is, is one at Nagato booger. Um, the black dude from iron Eagle. Yes. <laughs> Lewis Gossett jr. Lewis no, no. Gossett the third. The young oh, guy. Oh, the younger yeah, guy. The third, yeah. Lamar with his limp-wristed yes. throwings. Is very, very, very... Which I didn't get that reference until after we watched Revenge of the Nerds. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I'd never seen the movie. So it was once foreshadowing. I, it was. Yes, I tried. You left me a little Easter egg to discover, so that was great. Well, and, and I think this is has to be said early on, is that this is a movie that in no Takashi. way... Sh- Takashi. Yeah. That's his name. Um, This movie could in no way, shape, or form be made. Mr. Cotter, oh my God. <laughs> there is no way they would make this movie. No. For any, and if they did make it, it would be a completely different movie. Especially with the 11-year-old. So there's a genius kid in uh, the nerd frat, because what did they become, gentlemen, uh, in order to become their own fraternity? Who do Tri- they affiliate with? The Tri-Lambs. Yeah, the Tri-Lambs. The Lam- Lambda, 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 Lambda. And um, so, yeah, it was just... And Bernie Casey was the head of the Lambda. Well, I was going to say... Uh, I love Bernie Casey. Well, and uh, to me, though, uh, he is Felix Leiter. Oh, right. Because he was Fel- right. he was Felix Leiter in that weird offshoot, um, Never Say Never Again. No. Yeah, Never Say Never Again. Yeah, the one that Sean, Sean Connery made that like... Yeah. After he said he'd never do it again. Yeah. And they re- remade Thunderball is what they yeah, did. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was very, very bad. I have Kim no Basinger was happening. in it though. Uh, but yeah, but he played Felix Leiter in that movie. What he wasn't story. in Platoon, was he? I don't think so. That was a different... I don't think so. Different one. Uh, so our nerds are basically forced to uh, live in the gymnasium. And As it, it's like it's like, like a Lord, hurricane or a tornado. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like Lord of the Flies. It's basically, you know, well, if you can find a place to live, you can go live there. But otherwise, you got to stay here. And that introduces the sort of the relationship that the coach has with the dean. Which, yeah, their Be- dynamic is very important because yeah. the dean completely rolls over to anything that the coach wants or right. requests. Yeah. Like the coach is essentially just bullying the dean throughout most of the movie. Yeah. Until the end and whenever we, and we'll, we'll, we'll when the there. nerds get their revenge, spoiler yeah. alert. Well, and I do like the fact that basically the nerds get their revenge by just being smarter. Um, mm-hmm. and a yeah. little crimey. And they break a lot of laws. <laughs> they do. They, oh, the, the nerds in this movie would seriously go to jail, hardcore go to jail. So, so if you're uh, listening to this and you're young, you should watch this movie. You'll learn a lot absolutely. about how the eight, how things were in the 80s and how they will never be like that again. And how rape is wrong. Rape is yeah, wrong. Yeah, even if it's like, it's you know, only technically rape, still, do- oh God. What? Sorry, I see a little winded. Je- Jeff Canoe, the director, uh, I don't think he ever got canceled because I don't think he ever got big enough to get canceled. But <laughs> yeah. he certainly would be canceled today. T- today. Oh, if this movie he, came out today, absolutely. He, that people would protest, they'd pick it, women's rights, like oh my gay God, rights. Every, oh my God. It would everything. be a done deal, yeah. I um, mean, they go after every demo- almost every demographic. Asians, I, I, blacks, women. They don't really go like, after they the because the the trilams the fraternity that the nerds eventually because no other fraternity will have them. But the trilams are specific about accepting all ethnic they, ethnicities, well, uh, all way shapes and walks of life. Are basically. you doing a risky business over there? No, I just <laughs> noticed the boys aren't buttoned oh, okay. all the way up, so I want to match the boys. Okay, why do I right. sit in the middle? I don't know. 
<sighs> Learn how to use a soundboard. <laughs> Help yeah, me. Yeah, now let's talk about the cheerleaders. Oh, God. Uh, because... The bitchy, bitchy cheerleaders. Oh, they're so mean to the nerds. They're so mean. Well, but the movie... The thesis of the movie is... It's the build-up. If you find a woman who is a bitch to you, all you have to do is have sex with her one time. And Without she her knowing it's you. I, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> however you have to do it, and she'll fall in love with you. Absolutely. That's, works every time. That's what I took it's away from It's worked every movie. time it's happened to me. I, I mean... Yeah. Like, <laughs> Every time a dude has tricked me into sex, you know, it's it's been a whole thing. I got God, admit seriously, it, you know? like, I, and it's funny because <laughs> a lot of uh, the Darbies of the world grew up with Robert Carradine on the Disney Channel, yeah, because he played Lizzie McGuire's dad. Yeah. Oh my God! Well, we all, yeah, he's a dad. Well, we all know how yeah. well that all ended up. So you know. Well, now she's on yeah. How I Met Your. Yeah, father yeah, that's true so yeah she's killing it lizzie mcguire good for her and well, she was on that one episode the- of community she was one of the mean girls that they had abed oh, take down oh yeah when when abed was yeah yeah the destruct codes uh-huh yeah exactly yeah um, that was a good episode it was but yeah so robert carradine this and lizzie mcguire are the only two things i can remember seeing him in well but and i don't mean that as a disc because the carradines are a dynasty uh, in hollywood i mean but let's let's not say dynasty you know they i mean they're all over know. the place you've got uh keith david john robert uh not keith david <laughs> just so we keith comma who was the who, who was comma. in platoon <laughs> yeah that was keith God. david or david keith <laughs> david keith i can i always fuck that up <laughs> i like them both so you know anyway um night train <laughs> but they had a they have a major initiations they're tricked into being humiliated yes yeah. Yes, and th- that goes to your point, Jason. So that really happens because of the cheerleaders. Yes. Uh, the boys are simply trying to find another place to live, and the cheerleaders are like, oh, you should go talk to the Alpha Betas about this. And what happens? Well, they're given rubbers, uh, which, you know. Rubbers. Rubbers. Put <laughs> on your raincoat. I, I don't think anybody's used that expression since about the late 80s. What's the, you know? okay, here's the question. Was a, there was a sheep there. Yeah. And they end up becoming a part of the tri lambs. Oh, maybe they, maybe that's a, I don't know a little I don't know, know. reflection uh, on what happened that evening. Oh no. They tried lamb and it uh, it worked out. Well, in the very end that is some saucy vindaloo. Ooh, um, anyway, vindaloo, boy, an English major uses these no, words. <laughs> okay, now one thing I did want to ask you guys about. Okay, booger. He's thirty-one years old in this film, by the way. <laughs> was it? What I was <laughs> He's thirty-one years yeah. old. But Booger isn't what I would call a nerd. Oh no. No, he's like he's the an most outcast. he's yeah, the most badass. Yeah. He's the pony boy of their group. Like he's <laughs> and the, the boys come back tarred and feathered. Well, you know, that happens. Yeah, so that is what happens when the cheerleaders send them to the alpha betas. They get tarred and feathered. But but you know, but the, even though that happened and even though the cheerleader uh whatever her name was, um, you know, she obviously uh deceived in a very mean way and she got you know leopold in big trouble and he got tarred and feathered um he's still leonard and leroy yeah, whatever see those are the kind of showers that we had they were open bay you could chat you know see, i just wouldn't want how much to know. chatting compare, did you do, compare Mr. notes Ben's. yeah Ew. <laughs> is that what the kids are calling it hey tom um, nice penis <laughs> thank you hey bob hey penis looks great today thank you thank you 
Isn't the kind of rule of thumb though in, in you know public showers to so just you know you look forward, you don't look at anything, well, nobody guy, talks. That's guy code. That's like guy code yeah. for even public restrooms. Oh well, it's like, a urinal code, right? I mean, okay. like if you if if you're at a public urinal and there are multiple urinals available, and a guy goes to the one right next to you, that's a foul. Yeah, you, you can you can legally you can you can, you can murder him. him. Yeah, well, you can. You know. The only thing I recall in open no bay jury sh- in the world in, in open bay showers is saying, yes. hey, "My eyes are up here. My, eye, my up eyes here, are right here. My my eyes are you know, eyes are here. We're, we're talking. Yeah, I mean, eyes on the prize you, takes you, on a whole new meaning. You take it as a compliment. Don't get me wrong. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, mean, like, I appreciate the feedback. <laughs> you know. Um, I, sadly, sadly, my freshman year in college, I was yeah. still hairless, and so I, uh, I, was, I, I look like a young fourteen-year-old. Do you know lad. why does he Do you provide know, visuals that I, no one needs? Or I, wants? I, I listened to, uh, I, I, I tweeted to the mysterious universe guys uh, earlier, and they they liked my tweet, and I'm going to do it again because they were they were talking about. People who have a specific disease on an episode I listened to uh, day before yesterday. (laughs) It's called aphantasia. And it's a fascinating disease. Um, Like if I were to say to either of you, imagine an apple. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, just just done. Ima- it's okay. There. Now, if I were to say, well, tell me what the skin of the apple looks like. Tell me, and you could describe all that mm-hmm. to me, right? Smooth. Yeah. If you have aphantasia, it's just black. You cannot visualize anything. You are completely incapable. Like if somebody says, like, oh, well, in your mind's eye, totally alien. Nothing. Concept. Oh my god. Nothing. You can't imagine no sounds. I've never heard no, of this. Yeah. It's um, like the opposite of uh, synesthesia. It's, where, re- it's related to synesthesia. Yeah, yeah because yeah. Uh, with synesthesia, you actually have almost more senses, weirdly, it, in your mind's eye. Yeah, like, uh, like if you look at something, like the letter E might have a certain color. Yeah, or yeah, like uh, yeah, you hear a like song that. and it I, and it looks like a color, yeah, and oddly I, enough. And I yeah. bring that up because I, I when I listened to that, I thought, oh, how horrible. But hearing you make a comment about the fact that you were still hairless immediately made me say there is some value to having <laughs> a fantasia because then I wouldn't have visualized. In, in what the fuck oh, that I was wondering like. where the hell we were going yeah. with this line of thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Mr. Brown loves uh, prompting visuals that no one needs or wants in <laughs> yeah. life. So uh, that's one I of his. I just want you to expand your life a little bit further than you would have. I'm glad that he said me. life. Yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> uh, so, so the from a, a sort of a um, script standpoint, the movie does pretty much follow very you know much. It's got it's formulaic. You got mm-hmm. your midpoint. You've got your act. Uh, you know uh, um, the the plot points that set off the acts, things like that. And it, it's a hero's journey and everything else. Because yeah, so, it is rather simple. It's uh, we need housing and we want to get laid. Those are yeah, the motivations. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, it's sort of because they want housing and because they want to get laid. They they the avenue they take to that is well, we need to start our own fraternity. Uh, and then eventually, because of things that others do, they have to become the the head of the Greek council. Why did they have to be a fraternity? I'm forgetting the reason why that was necessary. Because well, there, to there be was a... Of, to be head of the Greek council, they had to have a sponsorship. Uh, they had to be sponsored by an external fraternity. No, I understand that. But like, why, why the need to even be... The head of the Greek Council, I so think they can start making decisions. I think to get a house. Oh, that 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 was a component in even that's having I, housing. That's what oh, I took okay. away from it. That's like, what I missed because I thought it was just like some abandoned place that they took over, kind of Fight Club esque, where they were just like, oh, it's just this random place no, that we they, took over and they, fixed it up a little. Yeah, it was when they became affiliated with the Trilams. 
um, because they go to this, you know, they try to get all these other fraternities to recognize them because they have to have a national fraternity recognizing them. And they all say no, except for one that says, okay, we'll talk to you. Because they didn't include a picture. Because they didn't include a picture. And it's an all it's a traditionally all black fraternity called Lambda Lambda Lambda. Um, and of course they say no, but one of the nerds, being a nerd, uh, and probably eventually became a lawyer, found in the bylaws hmm. that anyone who applies has to be accepted for 60 days as a probationary member mm, yes. of the fraternity. They so get- that's yeah. And that's kind of fun because that sets up, it's like conflict and then a different conflict and then a different, you know, because now there's this little subsection where it's them trying to become full members of well, the Trilams. Well, and taking over the Greek Council, which is kind of a, a weird juxtaposition when you consider Lambda, Lambda, Lambda in real life, because apparently they're founded, they're a co ed social fraternity. It's unaffiliated with Greek life. Yeah. It's not, I mean, I think. Yeah, they just pulled random letters out of the air, I think. When no, it's a real fraternity. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I there is a Lambda, 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 I'm sure. But that's like the Alpha Betas. I mean, it's just... They just sort of make it. Just, it sounded you know. Greek. Why not? <laughs> so, yeah, they're at the point now Delta, where they're... Delta, Delta, Delta. <laughs> how can I help you, help you, help you? <laughs> what is that from? Um, I had a friend who used to make that joke all the time, and I don't know what it's from. Isn't that from Animal House? Is it from Animal House? I'm okay. not sure. Uh, anyway. I want to say so, but I'm not sure. I, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, now. you see, so you can see now they have found a, house. a fraternity uh, hovel, um, which I remember in college as a freshman. I remember the first time I got invited to a fraternity party. And we had, uh, where I went to college, we had this like fraternity It's from row. Saturday Night Live. Okay. All right. There you go. Okay. Yeah, it was a um, sketch. Delta, 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 can I help you, help you, help you? <laughs> And there was a fraternity row, and there were all these really beautiful, you know, like old sort of like antebellum-looking houses. And, mm-hmm. I, and and I said, oh, cool, you know, freshman year, yeah, I'm getting invited to a party. It's a frat party. Yay, this will be good. Yeah. And I walked in, and it was literally everything was ripped apart down to the studs. Like the carpet had been ripped up. It was literally like, like animals were dwelling in a barn, and it's... Dank. I mean, I'm at the smell of this place. Brad houses in general, like they had the kind of uh, bad reputation by the time I reached college age where I'd ban them personally. Uh, well, I, but I'd also to, ban college athletics. So I'm not going to be very popular. Well, in my, uh, you know, time at college, I went to one frat party ever and it wasn't even at my college. It was at UGA, but I, the whole night I just, kept my head on a swivel. I, I oh, was yeah. really wary. I just, I didn't want to be there. You it, walk around like, with your hand on your drink. Basically, yeah. <laughs> like uh, that, you have know. that special nail polish where you dip it into your hey, I had a, drink I had a friend and make sure got, you're not going to get yeah. roofied. Yeah. I had a friend who got roofied. Um, a guy. I've told, I think I've told this on the story. I don't know that you said it on the show. Yeah, no, it was a friend of mine. He was, uh, he literally woke up in a bed and someone had roofied him and he, was, was his buttocks sore? Well, it was never really clear because he fled. He fled the house. <laughs> oh my! Okay, he, and so he on, got away. On the way out of the house, he saw multiple people, men or guys and chicks in the house. He has no idea what happened. Um, so or didn't. He's no longer with us, sadly. But um, well, uh, logistics question as far as that goes uh, with like the mindset afterwards. So when girls get roofied, there's that obvious, you know, PTSD, there's the oh, trauma God, of having, horrible. yeah, yeah did that happen to oh, yeah. him? Yeah, okay. I fucked, no, I fucked him up. 
Oh. Yeah, it was it was it was a thing, but because uh, I mean, uh, oddly, I know we... oddly enough, I I've never been really. <laughs> I know that's I, what I, I, I don't. No know one's why. no one's ever felt I like know. you know because you know I kept my drink open, I would <laughs> kind of wave it in front of people. I Nothing. know I know why it was for me. It's because roofies cost money. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like, well, here's a question: somebody somebody went. How yeah. often do you wear these nerd goggles of yours? Well, that may have something to do with it. It was normally when I was underwater. You know, you actually look more like Steve Martin with those on. <laughs> oh, Charles. Yeah. I do no. a little bit. Yeah, don't I? Uh, he taught me how to pick locks last week when I taught him how to use Postmates. <laughs> it's like Paper Moon with you, too. Um, so the nerds, uh, the nerds do get a house. Uh, mm-hmm. But they, you know, that that's not the end of it. They still have competition with the, uh, uh, the Alpha Betas. Uh, who are harassing them, and they go to the police uh, because the Alpha Betas absolutely break the law, uh, which just happens all throughout the movie. Love they, like, set their lawn, lawn on and the, fire. And the police basically say, and I understand before anybody comments, I get it, it's a movie, that's why. It's a comedy. Uh, the police basically say, well, it's not really, you know, something we deal with, but the Greek council... They can ah, deal with them. That's so, it. Yeah, there we, we go. Yeah, we we get to see this, you know, kangaroo court, uh, Greek <laughs> council, which has okay, vaguely keep... Masonic overtones and, you know. Yeah, so the guys have to take their case up with the people, the very torturers who are bothering them in the first place. And so they essentially hit a wall and decide that they're going to do their best to strive to take over the Greek council so that they can start calling the shots on the yeah. campus. Well, and I... I think this scene is because I, I despise frats. I, I, I hate them passionately. And I think this scene actually sort of sums up one of the reasons I hate them. If a, a frat was just a thing that happened in college, I'd be fine with it. Oh, it's not. It's, it's like a legacy. That it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the people who like are 50 years old and they still talk about their frat. And you just think those are friends you'll have for the rest of life. your life. Yeah, get a fucking life. Get a life. You know, um, but the nepotism, Jason, they need it in order to survive. Yeah, and I look. I mean, people will say, "Well, you know, what about the you know the Masons or other or even the you know religions?" And they, yeah, there's all kinds of networks that get people. I get that, but uh, you know, it's just so arbitrary. Fuck your merit. I went to college you know? with Steve. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, but that's the thing is it's so arbitrary. Like you were in this organization. That's a bullshit organization. I was like, okay, it's not like if you, Mr. Brown meet somebody who was a submariner. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, that means something. Yes. You know, there's like, you know, you can't just sign up. There's a certain amount of effort and merit Exa- involved. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But with the fraternity, it's just so arbitrary, you know? Yeah. And so if you're still going on about it years later, yeah, you need to re-examine your life. You know, yeah. there's a there's a void that is filled by yeah. a fraternity, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, if you don't mature or grow up, it stays there. Well, well I remember. I mean, that, at that first, no frat offense, point. no offense to our frat brothers, yeah. our frat listeners. I don't think there's too many frat people. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, <laughs> more nerds than more nerds. Yeah, all of us wear glasses. Yeah. We're not friends with Seriously, any fraternity nerd power. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, it's funny how there's that mentality of how college is almost like not even a way station, which is really what it is. You're pivoting. You're gaining more substance as a human being when you go to college. Uh, you're 
you know, filling your mind with more information. That's great. Some people treat it like it's the end all be all. Like once I'm done with college, I'll be married by the time I leave college. Yeah. I'll have a career. It's a step on the road. Like it's just step on the road, man. No, it's really yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying is it's more of a way station where you pivot and become a more substantial person as opposed to like you know, women who are there for their MRS degree or people who are just like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I'll definitely be a lawyer because I was in this fraternity or yeah. do, be a doctor because of the like no. Well, college it, is not the end all it, be all of anything. And even the ones who are in it for the MRS degree, there's almost that actually sort of makes sense in a way, because at least you're looking, if you're looking at college as a way of getting from A to B, that's fine. If you're looking to go from A to Z, it's not, it's not, so not going to get you there. But A to B, hey, yeah, makes total sense. I mean, I know I had plenty of friends who were openly MRS majors. Yeah. I mean, the, the, if you ask them, Same. they would flat out tell you that. They were in college to meet uh, a doctor or an engineer or mm -hmm. you know whatever. It's a more target rich environment. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but um, and there's our cheerleader again. Mm. Which, <laughs> oh, oh. You missed it. Yeah, you were just a little too late. Like this much, but she'll be back. She will be. Back. <laughs> oh, she'll be back. <laughs> she'll be back. Oh, yeah, man. she'll be on her back. Oh well, oh, yeah. That's, that's, um, the, yeah. that's probably in the third segment. Yeah, Act Three's got a lot of illegal stuff in it. Yeah. A lot, a lot God. of illegal, like yeah. Um, but no, so the uh, the the lambda lambda lambda, um, the the trilams, the tri they realize that uh, they they a they have to become permanent members, so they got to impress you know the person who's in charge of the trilams, mm -hmm. Felix Leiter. Um, <laughs> And that's that's Lewis Gossett Jr. Yeah, Lewis Gossett the third. Um, no, sorry, he's the gay guy. Never mind, sorry. Um, but uh, so they have to do that. That's part of the conflict. And then uh -huh. there's sort of a general, you know, angst conflict going on too. Because at a certain point, they realize they've got to fight back. You know, act not act two, but the second half of the movie. It's and I actually watched it. You can see the part where they have the party, and the um, the party is just cringily awkward. Like, it, I, I oh actually, god! I actually that party. I was like, I, that's like parties I went to. Mm. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Oh, oh god. me too. I, I oh, could I, totally relate. I absolutely related. Yeah. Oh man, it it was cringy for me because like you're just sitting there. The guys have no earthly idea how to talk to the girls no. who were there. They have to invite the. Uh, well, no shit. That's, yeah. They have yeah, to invite didn't. the well because they invited the girls that they deem attractive who obviously shoot them down and actually like end up pranking them, which is what's happening right now. Yeah, they right trick now. them. Yeah, they trick them into thinking that they're coming to the party, but then they just ultimately diss them outside of their frat house, and then the guys basically have to invite the unattractive girls. To to just have women at the party. And they have a lot more fun than they Yeah, they have, have a whole lot with, more with the fun. Yeah. Muse? Yeah, the Muse. Yeah. The Muse. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's not Fi Mew. Fi Mew's real. Oh, okay. Um, just the mute. Which Muse. Yeah, Fi yeah. Mew. I remember I remember it was weird when I was in college because the Fi Mews, I always thought they were like really hot. But for some reason they had a reputation for not being. Huh. Because there was like people would say rattle, 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 here comes the cattle, Fi Moo. Oh, and the thing is, I was always like, this doesn't make any sense. These are all very attractive women. I, the whole frat thing just doesn't make sense. No. It really you know, doesn't. It really it's doesn't. so the, arbitrary. The social pecking order thing is like, no, you guys, you know. Yeah, it's same. like, didn't we leave high school for this reason? Like, God. <laughs> Unfortunately for a lot of people, it's the high school after high school. 
Yeah, and know. that's funny. I ended up writing a paper in college uh, in that regard because I actually highlighted the fact that labels don't just exist in the school setting. They exist all throughout your life because yeah. people just stick to their their social herd, their safety group, whatever you want to call it. But it's like, oh, yeah, jocks affiliate with other jocks, oh, cheerleaders wait, 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 and cheerleaders. Wait, hang on. So the girls are about to – we're about to get to the point where the – uh, because the muse don't show up. The muse trick the uh, the nerds. Well, into... they do show up. They come and no, no, the 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 uh, oh, the, sorry, yeah. Girl, yeah, alpha the, beta girls, whatever. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so they don't show up. Uh, so uh, Anthony Edwards is sort of you know he's he's the virtuous guy because he's he's already he's already it. met a girl who's you know she's sweet she's she clicks with him. They're, She's willing to sleep with him. They're, so they're going to be go. a couple. She yeah, they're, the they're going to be a couple. She's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, and she's very, well. She is. She's very attractive. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's wearing a bra. Oh, I thought either. you were, see that. That's but, really where now. I thought he would. But yeah. she's the cool girl. She's she does something that that the awesome girls do, which is which is to say, oh, you're having a party. You need girls. I'll get girls. I love that. I I mean, cause yes. I knew a girl. I knew a girl in college. Oh wait, wait, here we are. Okay, so let's go through as the girls come in. <laughs> okay, no. Omega moves. No. no, no, no. Maybe, maybe, oh, definitely. Yeah. Listen to how for sure yes. these two yes. nerds are. Wait, oh, wait, 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 some wait. more. No. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. definitely. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Most de- oh, oh, totally. Absolutely. What? Maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is actually happening right now? We're, we're rating the women. We're, we're, uh, no. I, it's, it's, it's a very clear yes or no That's what we scale. do. Yeah. You know, that's what, just what men do. It's horrible. I don't want to know where I stand. So anyway, uh, yeah, you've got the cool girls who are actually willing to interact and party. And they're all sitting there. What am I going to do? What do we do? Well, and, <laughs> what, and what is the answer to the problem? You just break out marijuana. the blunt. Marijuana. <laughs> See, yeah. marijuana Mary solves Jane. the problem. It's <laughs> some good shit, man. Booger saves the day. Oh, bo- Booger, of course. Yeah. He does. He's he rolls a joint and oh, yeah. gets cool. everybody lit. And they, because <laughs> it's like a talent show at first. You got the one guy playing the violin. and like. Well, you know the typical gag when time passes, it like two hours passes, four hours passes. With this one, it's like five minutes with every <laughs> almost infinitely long scene. Five, four, five. See, it's like nine. 15 the next time the show it'll be like 9 22 it's an oh and see they even have the time the relativity yeah, yeah the <laughs> reference to einstein because oh, it's like that's right you put yeah, your hand yeah. on a hot pan a second yes. can seem like an hour you spend time with a beautiful woman an hour can seem like, like a second, second. so uh that, well done well done yeah. darth am and i that, the only one a, who noticed that, that? Was, that's a very I noticed it now it's a very <laughs> subtle subtle thing yeah because time is dragging with them all being miserable at the party but then yeah they bust out the weed and then that solves all our problems game. and they and they they sort of they get their confidence because they have a good time they're they're half of them get laid you oh know? yeah and, and so they, they get their confidence up but then the the alpha betas um, they, they, they have to ruin it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they, they, they release a bunch of pigs into the house and, you know, oh, the, you know, your the women are ugly. Um, but that, you, but that pushed them over that's the edge. What, that's what right? does it, you know, mm-hmm. now they've got to get their revenge. And, but not just that, that's why I think that the tri lambs accepted them because they saw yes. them being discriminated yes. against so yes. harshly. Yeah. And they probably could relate to that. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit, uh, because it's going to be a, a, a a few minutes before that happens, uh, and we get into the revenge sequence. Let's talk about the cast. Yeah, uh, Anthony Edwards, first of all, uh, yeah. Gilbert. 
Anthony Edwards is a guy I I always thought he didn't get as much attention as he deserved. You know, like I I mean, he's in, obviously in life as an actor, like as a professional. What did he yeah. go on to do? Because I, I don't really know much about him ER. or Robert ER. Carradine. He was, he, ER. was, he was on ER. Uh, he did another movie with Jeff Canal, uh, the the director of this movie. Um, which Let's see. I'll be surprised if either of you have seen it. You may have seen it, Mr. Brown. It's a movie called Gotcha. Oh, my gosh. I love okay, Gotcha. Okay, oh, that's yeah. right. Anthony Edwards yeah. is in it. And, and Florentino. Linda Fiorentino. Linda who, Fiorentino. Yeah, yeah, who basically, if you were alive at a certain point, you had a crush on Linda Fiorentino. Oh, yeah. yeah. I still do. <laughs> uh, yeah. I it should, doesn't yeah. Well, this is, um, I think you're oh. right, Jason, because when you, you Google. You got to get An- him taking his pictures. <laughs> when you Google Anthony <laughs> Edwards, I'm getting a basketball player. I'm not even getting the actor. Like, the, this the primary. For, for Anthony Edwards? Yeah. Oh, God, that's sad. Anthony Edwards is a basketball player. Oh, Lord, that's that's depressing. African-American gentleman. It's goose, um, for God's sake. I know. I mean, he, he should be on Mount Rushmore, you know? Yeah, um, like, I'm, I've am i already scrolled several times now, and it's, was, what is Anthony Tom Edwards known long, for in the NBA? You know what's scary? ER was a long, long time long ago. Long time ago. Yeah. George uh, Clooney was a young man when uh, ER was a very, thing. Very to man. give you a frame of Timothy reference. Timothy Busfield, right? <laughs> I mean, look at that hip. Look at that hip action. You gotta be impressed. So do I? No, you don't actually. Not at all. So we have Anthony Edwards. We also have uh, a Carradine. A Carradine. A Carradine, uh, but specifically not one who died while masturbating. (laughs) That's important because if you talk about Carradine, he didn't die squanching. Yeah, that's you know. He wound up on the Disney Channel. He was a younger brother, right? He was in the family. Yeah, he was in the family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was. He would have been John's kid. Let's find out, actually. Uh, and of course, John Carradine was in a thousand movies. John oh, Carradine. Yes. John Carradine was was and an episode of Scooby Doo. Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, kidding. <laughs> uh, for all I know, he I, was. He probably was. Yeah, I could totally see that. John Carradine was. You know, I mean, he was in movies for like sixty years. You know, uh, and of course, you know, his son David Carradine. Uh, Arguably the most famous of them besides I, him. I think David Carradine's the most famous. Now, people know Keith Carradine if they watch The Big Bang Theory or Dexter. Because Dexter, uh, yeah. he was on Dexter. for. He appeared in multiple seasons, actually. He dated Deborah. Um, I would say he's... He might nowadays be more famous than David Carradine. Even Keith. Yeah, because, I mean, you know... Okay, so Robert uh, is the youngest of three sons, which includes Keith and Christopher, born to actress Sonia Sorrell and veteran character actor John Carradine. Wait a minute. What? what where's Keith? Keith's I, not in there? I just is said Keith, Keith Carradine. Keith and Christopher. But what about David? I don't know. That's what... It's weird that they haven't mentioned David, but I'm they mentioned Keith and Christopher. I'm wondering if they're just a different branch of the family. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. But I, don't, I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe at some point we're I all... thought David Carradine was John Carradine's son. I always thought that. Apparently not. Well, we'll have to... Well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> we'll no, issue I, a clarification. I'm yeah, we'll issue a clarification <laughs> if that doesn't happen. Um, we need to find that out. I'm looking it up. But, uh, and you've got um, some... Tim- well, Timothy, Bus- Timothy Busfield from 30-something. Yeah, yeah, which... <laughs> He played a much cooler person in 30-something. Yeah, eldest yeah. son of actor John Carradine. Uh, so that's okay, weird yeah, that yeah, that one article yeah. didn't mention him. because Screw you, internet. Yeah. <laughs> Confusion. Um, yeah, 30-something was um, a slightly different project from yes, this. Yes. Um, it, was, it didn't introduce the word yuppie, but it pretty much crystallized what a yuppie was. 
Which is weird that, that nobody uses that word anymore. I was about to say, why don't you explain that word for those of us who may yep. not know it? Because yep. I'm familiar, but yeah, it was it was short for young urban professional. Were uh, you familiar with that, Darth? I didn't know that it was an acronym. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was oh, simply man. a slang yeah. term for uh well, you're about to explain it. Well, but I'll like, be honest with you. That's what I've always heard. It could be uh what do they call it when you reverse a uh, metronym or something? When you oh, uh, retronym. Um, yeah, it could be that somebody applied that after, but I think it actually started as an abbreviation or an acronym for young urban professional. And it was you know, these were people that were widely viewed. Um, Young person with a well-paid job and a fashionable lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, but I, they wore I'm, eyes on. To I'm seeing it back yes, in the day. Yeah. The alligator. Yeah. yeah. So this is why I was confused because the way I've always spelled it in my head is Y-U-P-P-I-E. And that's how it's spelled yeah. when I look it up. Yep. But you said it was like an acronym. Young Urban Professional. Yup. Yup. Oh, okay. And, yeah. then you yep. just made and they just, they turned yuppie. it in. Yuppie. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's a bit yuppie. Yeah. So, oh, you know, got it, got bit, it, got it, got it, got it. Yuppie. That makes sense. Um, and that was a thing in the uh, in the 80s that, that uh, I mean, it was a common trope in movies. I mean, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character in Christmas Vacation. Is, is, oh, one billion I, percent. When I think of yuppie, comedy yuppies, that's who I think of, you know. They're now Karens, but uh, they were yuppies. Yeah, they grew up <laughs> to be Karens, yeah. Uh, so... You've got some B characters in there. You've got um, the guy who played Nagato from Police Academy. Uh, uh, I, I think the most surprising person in the movie, cast-wise, is John Goodman. Oh, mm. absolutely. That one surprised. I did not remember yeah. John Goodman being in it. Yeah, I had no idea he was in this it, movie. It, it, I honestly wonder, because I, I looked at IMDb before I watched it uh, for the show, I actually kind of think I might have gone a few minutes into the movie and then gone, wait a minute. Is that John Goodman? I is said that, that myself. Is that, you know, is that, is that John Goodman? That, yeah, John Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I imagine most people's first foray with John Goodman was probably Roseanne. Yeah. Uh, one yeah, of the most absolutely. memorable things I, uh, the biggest memory I have of John Goodman besides Roseanne, because I wasn't really into it in the 90s, uh, was the Flintstones with um uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, and, yeah. Oh I know God. you hate that movie hate, with every fiber of your I being. I, I I would rather have there are medical procedures I would rather have than watch that it, movie. Is one of those a vasectomy? Uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. that's serious. I love yeah. how you just had that like ready to go. Well, <laughs> that's got to be the most uh, I don't know spirit breaking of all the surgeries. Let's cut away from that uh, <laughs> because there's a lot more boobs in this movie than I remembered. And like a lot more boobs. I can't remember which cheerleader it is, but um, try, I'm going to try to do this. God, this is so we're going to have to break it shady. God. It's so trilams break into the sorority house and Robert Carradine's just like oh, crap, in going. the shower waiting for, and they're just like, perving on these naked girls like it's just it's no, well, there's the back no excuse of the day, for this we called them panty raids yeah were you not familiar with the panty raids why don't you well, fill me in on okay, this okay well, wait before you do that before you raids. do that yes panty raids like you're gonna get slapped i was i never did a panty raid that was it, that was you know get kicked out of college well, stuff adam you know, enjoys but, the panty raids more than the other yeah, guys he never gave a panty <laughs> raid. yes you know the story yeah, call back mm-hmm. no but but uh, I, movies always made panty raids out to be like wholesome, almost like, like they a would go in. Oh, I'm going to steal these, but this is more like it is a little, it is a little uh, gropey. It's just a, a little. It's a, it's a little Epstein-y. A little, huh? 
Yeah, it's, it's a little Epstein. It's pervy yeah. as fuck. Let's just go ahead and put <laughs> that up. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> disgusting. Right. In fact, that's what I'm going to need. I'm going to use a little picture of uh, Epstein and have his head cover down here. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, there you go. That's, that'll be that. Because seriously, like, it's <laughs> Or Weinstein so... or an Epstein, like, whichever, yeah. it doesn't a matter which. Or, or maybe even a carotene. I mean... Oh, hey, God. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. Hey, David, of all... <laughs> so they, they not only, though, they not only go in a panty raid and steal the panties, they install cameras. Yes. And um, essentially create their own version of porn uh, because they've got... To, yes. And... Uh, well, it's this just, was before the internet. Right, right. I understand. Yeah. They're not live streaming it. No. <laughs> yeah. But um, so they're they're peeping on the girls 24-7 to the point where some of the guys don't even eat. They're just sitting, <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the couch drinking beer and staring at the naked chicks, which, I mean, I think this goes along with the same sort of fantasy that all men have about women's. Uh, sleepovers where it's like us tussling each other with feather pillows. But they're pillows not, do, they're not doing any of that though. They're just walking around. No, but they're walking around yeah. naked. Like, I don't walk around just like randomly naked in my house. That's you just... don't? No. Oh God, that was like the first thing I did when I got my own apartment. Yeah. Well, there are I'm windows always... in my house. I don't. So. I... <laughs> so, I walk, I ha- so I own my house. I'm going to walk around naked in it. Yes, but see, nobody wants to see that. I've got. I've got real estate that people are actually interested in. I'm just sir. saying, man. You know, look. If you're going to look in my window, it's not my fault if you see something you don't like. That's <laughs> true. You know? Well, that's the difference between guys and girls too. Is that I asked Josh once since he was in the army. I was like, oh yeah, you know, uh, did it ever bother you that you had to be naked in front of other guys? He was like, no, I didn't even really think about it. And I was like, okay, would it bother you if I was naked in front of other people in that same scenario? He was like, yeah, kind of. And I said, See, other, other women? It, it doesn't matter, women yeah, or was, men. Well, I mean, there's a, okay. Uh, yes, if my significant other had been walking around naked in front of men, yes, I would have had, <laughs> that would probably be a red flag. Elaine is entirely too proper but, to do but, something like that. But I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's like, eh. No, he could care less when it comes to him, but he was like, no, I don't want other people seeing you naked. Yeah, that would bother me. And I was just like, yeah, there yeah. you go. So double standard. It And women, you know, they've got something to cover up, as it were, whereas men, you guys don't care. You're just like, I don't well, walk around well, naked. Well, it's a lot cares? easier for a guy because you can just use your hands and, you know, then it's fine. Uh, know, everything's unlike, all uh, up, what's know? her face from Dr. No, who covers her shame. She covers what her nose. Yeah. Her... Well, cause she thinks she has, a, she doesn't like her nose. So, but know, like instead of covering her breast, she mm. covers her nose. <laughs> hey, you know, we've all got body image issues, right? You know, <laughs> and if you've got a nice rack, I guess you're not ashamed of that, but you're ashamed of your nose. Okay. Whatever. But the thing is though, like the guys, and, and this is one of the things about the movie that you know, because we, we joke about, well, they could never make this movie nowadays. And, and that's obviously true for any number of reasons. We, you can't make half the jokes that no. we used to laugh our asses Mm-mm. off with because somebody's going to get pissed off and then, you know, you're canceled or whatever. But the thing is, I don't think they would do it. And if I was the director, I wouldn't have done that because it, if the nerds are genuinely mean to the jocks. They're they no are, better than the jocks. <clears throat> Well, no, it's fine. It's fine for them to be because that's men being you, you know, fight fucking, fire with fire. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But no, I, you fight it with liquid heat. Ooh. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> I think yes. it was a little much doing it to the to the women. I think if I, you know, would have been like, eh, there's got to be another thing you can do to get back at them. That was a little. I felt like that was a line that was. I don't crossed. know because I I guess it depends on your 
whole perspective on like, you know, if you never hit a girl, okay, no matter how terrible she is to you, even if she physically hits you, like a lot of guys have that mentality. Whereas I've met some dudes who are like, no, if she hauls off and punches me in the face, that's open season for me to punch her back. Where So mm. I wonder if that's the mentality in this movie because, no, see, I'm but, I'm with you on yeah. that. But like, uh, I wonder if that's the mentality where it's like, oh, well, the girls are just as terrible to us well, as the alpha betas. But, so we're going to treat them terribly. Here, here's my counterpoint to that. What the nerds did to the sorority girls was way the fuck worse than, like, than putting what the liquid sor- heat in no, the no, underwear no, no, the jocks. No. Yeah. It was way the fuck worse than what the sorority girls did to them. Agreed. It was super asymmetric. Agreed. You know? So it's like eh, I'm not saying I agree yeah. with the mentality of getting the girls back. I'm saying that yeah, you're absolutely right. They went way over the line with their revenge on yeah. the girls. And um Of course and then one of them rapes a girl. So, you know, yeah, that, I mean it's not it's there's no gray no technically. no, there's not a gray area yeah, we're gonna, here. We're going to get to that cuz that's the worst part of the movie. Cuz we were talking about this off camera hindsiders. Uh so the the crux of the movie really comes down to where the uh, trilams have to compete against the alpha betas in these like Olympic sort of campy events that they've got uh, going on at the college. And one of them is javelin throwing. Another mm-hmm. is a belching contest. There's uh, a rope pulling contest or tug of rope. Tug and of war. Tug of war. Thank you. With a rope. Tug of rope, whatever. Uh, just it's so, not the only thing you can do with a rope, David Carradine. But the, but they did handle it very very well. <laughs> um, I thought that was a belt. <laughs> oh, you're right. That's true. Wah, a leather wah, a leather rope. Wah. But proceed. I interrupted you with uh, rudely. Um. Well, now I don't remember what the hell I was talking well, let, about. Well, let, let's move on <laughs> to to the fact that. The trilams have now become an official. I know. And look at those. I, I love of, the trilam. They're out of their probationary brand. period. Yes. yes. Very cool. So they are officially trilams, but of course, <laughs> <laughs> but of course the alpha, alpha betas, uh, nerds, the alpha betas aren't very smart people, but they do have a pretty strong work ethic when it comes to their, to their, uh, to <laughs> their, their pranking price. and their they don't spend a lot harassing. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, like I feel like they they have meetings and whiteboards where they're like designing. <laughs> okay, we're gonna need a truck and we're gonna have to. Oh, we'll, we'll moon them. And Do you oh, really know how difficult yeah. it would be to design a sign like yes, that we so evenly? Yes. Can be, can we fire. need livestock. It's workmanship. Um, who yeah. knows a farmer? Yeah, exactly. We need pigs. Yeah. <laughs> and they did it before the internet. My God, that's why they all ended up in management. That's organization. <laughs> that's right project there. management right there. It is. That is know. leadership. Uh, that's motivation. But yeah, so the alphabetas end up competing directly with the trilams and there are all these different Olympic events, but yeah. Well, no, the, why though? Tell them why, why do they have to compete? Because the winner is appointed the head of the Greek council. council Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and the, and the, the head of the Greek council has certain plenipotentiary powers where where he can they can set policies on the campus decisions. Yeah. and they can make, make decisions, decisions. Yeah. Right. it's a stupid stupid system it, it makes is zero especially sense. because the winner is picked after a, a feat of strength yeah you i know. just it, like i wonder how much of the uh mentality was like okay the leader of the alpha betas get me somebody who looks like malibu ken <laughs> I want Ryan Gosling was too young at the time. I know he's kidding right now, but I want Dime Store Dirk Benedict, and I want him here now. Now wasn't he (laughs) married with children after that? Oh, was he the neighbor? He was oh the neighbor. Oh my god, you're right. Oh, well, you're fucking right. Yeah. 
I thought I'd drop that you bomb halfway through smokes. the podcast. Yes, that's that's why you watch this show. Yeah, for for you know news like that, little for, nuggets yeah, like nuggets that. of information like yeah. that. But Ted McGinley, I heard he's a really really nice guy. I knew a guy who knew him in college. Said he's fantastic. Oh, you do not know in Hollywood. My God, you, there's you a few to... people I don't know. The A-listers, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Mr. Maypother yeah. is on that list. That's uh, true because yeah. you you had drinks. I did have a you have had, a beer with yeah, Tommy Maypother. Yeah. Also known as Tom Cruise, for yes. those of you not in the know. Yeah. Thank you, Three Mile Island, for melting down and having us evacuate to New Jersey for a week. See, silver lining. This silver, silver lining. lining. Yeah. Yep. And silver. if you hadn't just put that drink down on top of his head, I mean, who knows where, where he, he might be gone. a lot taller. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, you could have been in Days of Thunder, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could have been one of his ex-wives. The butterfly effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, butterfly effect. Poor yeah. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis right now. Good lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We won't. We won't get into that. No. But, uh, I was just no. at Daniel Tosh last night, and he mentioned it and made a joke at their expense. So that's the only reason why that comes to mind. Well, so the and what a lot of what what I'm saying probably sounds like criticisms of the movie and they're really not because it's a comedy and you have conveniences that you do you know like the Greek council it's a stupid system yes but if the system is set up this way you get to finish your movie with a series of goofy set piece things yeah um where you can write 25 of them, film 15 of them, use eight of them. Yeah, it sort of felt like that, just a smattering of like, hey, give me a contest, give me an occupation. Yeah, but it's how you make a movie. Exactly. It's how you make a movie. You just patch them together. So uh, the Trilams are competing against the Alpha Betas. But in the midst of all of this, uh, as see, I like Gilbert infinitely more than I like Lewis because Lewis is the rapist, uh, A. Oh, Gilbert's the hero. Gilbert is the hero, and he's the one who makes the most sense to me. For instance, yeah, he can't hook up with the cheerleaders because they're snooty and they look down their noses at the trilams. So he just goes, oh, well, I'll find a nice girl more on my level today. And he finds a girl that makes him happy. Yeah. Whereas Lewis goes to the point of rape to get the girl he wants. Gilbert Gilbert is the guy who... (laughs) That is... Now that you think about it, it is a little bit underhanded. Okay. I I really never thought about it before, but now that... Now that you mention it, I'm just, I'm I'm just going to like wind up and <laughs> no. like power slap you at the don't end of this me. episode. I, I don't know if it's just because I haven't seen this movie uh, in a very long time. And, and, and the last time I saw it was not 2023. And because I saw it in 2023, the most year of them all, yeah, the scene we're coming up to, I mean, it, it hits you like a, like a hammer or what we are talking about is Lewis, um, Lewis has had a crush on the head cheerleader cheerleader, uh, for the entire movie. And Mm -hmm. she's, she's been, you know, cruel to him and, and, and she's done horrible things to him. And he was brave at first. He was taking initiative and actually asking her out, like seeing if she wanted to go for a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she, you know, looked down her nose at him, as I mentioned, and she's been genuinely terrible to him, like you said, Jason. And, but like you said, it's so asymmetrical how he reacts to that behavior because yeah. it's like, okay. He's, let's. I'm going to be honest with you. Lewis is Patrick Bateman. Lewis is going to leave oh college and go and be Patrick Bateman. 
Oh is my. he going to live in New York City and work on the stock uh, exchange? I, 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 he I'm, might. I'm telling you, <laughs> Lewis is going to. Lewis is the guy that's going to be looking at business cards and going, "Very nice." Well, we we have to watch uh, Revenge of the Nerds two, three, four, five, and six and see where it really goes. <laughs> where they, you know, when he's when he's playing a nerd, it's sixty-five. Yeah, sixty-five. Years. Lewis yeah. goes full Dahmer. <laughs> he, goes, he goes to James Cromwell's funeral. Oh, oh, no. oh. Um, which is James Cromwell's? No, because John Coffey rescued him in the Green Mile. No, wait, that was his uh, wife. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. He was I in did. Star Trek. He, it's was, he was in. Well, uh, my first, first impression of James Cromwell was actually from the movie Babe. The one I with think, the talking I think, pig. That's a I think that film. was a yeah. lot of people's first impressions. Yeah, honestly, I, I loved him in that movie. That'll uh, do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. Let's By the get way, back don't to- ever say that to your waitress. <laughs> or your wife. You will you will uh you no. will get escorted out of the IHOP so fast. <laughs> what were you doing in an and IHOP? A, oh, I used to go to Waffle IHOP. House is right there. Yeah. When I was You can co- say that in Waffle House. Yeah, not they, in yeah, the IHOP. Not, yeah. <laughs> IHOP is a, a classic establishment. Is, yes. No, when I was in college, we had we we in my actual college town, because I went to uh, like a desert, I mean, there was nothing in the town I went at. We we had mm-hmm. we had it was a dry count a dry city, Ugh. so you had to walk fifty feet to get to the alcohol because yeah. uh, there was literally a bar like right over <laughs> right yonder. over the city and, yeah. limits. Yeah. Uh, but no, we didn't have uh, IHOP or Walmart. we had the Huddle House. Oh Ooh, yeah, Huddle yeah. House and the Huddle really. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I'm not like enthusiastic, but no. I'm just saying I recognize the name. I've been to Huddle House before. Ooh, after eating a large meal, you you huddle. You did. I don't that think it's, I, I think I, it's I, on par with Sizzler. Your favorite I hiding place. Honestly, think I got food poisoning every single just time. Just walking there. in there. Yeah, every single time. <laughs> um, but, and Waffle, are y'all familiar with the Waffle House Index? No. Is that where, where there's a crisis? Yes, mm, you're I'm, on the right I'm very track. Very familiar with that. Yes. Uh, so the Waffle House Index, apparently, uh, the rumor is that the government keeps track of all Waffle Houses throughout the nation in case there is a crisis, like a hurricane or a massive storm of some sort, because the whole point of the Waffle House is that they're always open. Snowstorm, yeah, yeah. rain, tornado, whatever, they're going to stay open if they're capable of doing so. That being said, if your local Waffle House shuts down, the government knows that your area is host. <laughs> Run for the hills. It's <laughs> exactly the word. It's the end times. Unless your Waffle House is the one with Waffle House Wendy. Have you guys seen Waffle House Wendy? I don't know what the woman you're who, talking the, about. The woman who worked at the Waffle House and the, uh, somebody threw a chair at her. And she just reached up and caught the chair out of the air. Oh, wow. I'll find the video. We'll, we'll, we'll put it in so you guys at, uh, at home. The Waffle see. House actually just had some sort of anniversary. They opened in 1954 in Atlanta. Oh, my uh, gosh. So they recently so just they would hit be a milestone. The, uh, 70th. 70th anniversary uh-huh. coming up next year. Uh-huh. Next year. Next yeah, year. So next year. So they're yeah. approaching it. Yeah. Sorry. It'd be funny if they just celebrated their 69th. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like we're not going to do this, this movie. Yeah. Not uh, something I ever thought about in Waffle House. Yeah, no, ever. No. No. Ever. Wait, what? 69th anniversary. Yeah, yeah, oh. Yeah. Even the youngster understands 69. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I just look at things as surfaces, and I know that there so, are baby changing stations <laughs> <laughs> at the So getting back to... Oh, yes. God. Okay, oh. Let's, uh, let's get back to Revenge <laughs> of the Noids. You don't even know what I'm talking yeah, about. Don't so, worry about it. So um, the... Uh, the the whole movie, Lewis has been trying to get laid, and he's been in, by by okay. the head cheerleader. Right. And we eventually get to, the, I think in the, the vernacular, this would be referred to as problematic. 
Well, this, this is what we call the, the bait and switch. Yeah, that's <laughs> what are you doing? Baiting. Well, let's <laughs> let's just understand that legally speaking, the definition of rape is when <laughs> see, we got a lawyer here. That's it, a problem. It is when the uh the tinkle dink <laughs> and the, <laughs> if the tinkle dink and what's the other one? Boys have tinkle dinkers. They what? Why does that girl talk like a gremlin? Kiki kiki. <laughs> Tinkle Dinker. Tinkle Dinker. If the Tinkle Dink and the Tinkle Dinker come into contact and there is no consent. Oh, okay. See, it's consent it. that makes it. That's, that's the, that's the touch. If, if you prove in a court of law that the Tinkle Dink and the Tinkle Dinker were, mm -hmm, uh, and there was no consent, then uh, you go to jail. And then that happens to you frequently. Um, and so what happens in this movie is that uh, Lewis... Uh, Puts a mask on, but but who who was wearing the mask beforehand? Uh, the cheerleader's boyfriend. What, the cheerleader's boyfriend. We'll, we'll the just head call him alpha Ted. beta guy. Yeah. Yeah. The Kendall. Ted the McGinley. The Kendall. Yeah, McGinley. Uh, so her boyfriend has the mask on, and so when she sees Lewis wearing the mask, she thinks, "Oh, it's my boyfriend. I shall have sex with him." Yeah, <laughs> and apparently his penis feels exactly like her boyfriend's. Well, that's it's the larger. <laughs> That, yeah, and more robust, it, actually. It, it's certainly got more it features. seems like a weird fantasy of yours somehow. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> no, don't why, stop why it. Are you, stop. Don't encourage this. She's, she's <laughs> teasing me. Stop it. Um, so <laughs> He's dressed up so, like a scary, so he scary puts, Anyway. So dressed as the boyfriend. It's almost Shakespearean. Dressed, yeah. as, <laughs> dressed as the boyfriend, he sneaketh into the uh, moon room chamber thing the uh, fun house like the wherever the it's like the house, house of mirrors thing. or something the fantasy um, house which okay i mean <laughs> the one part of this that is on the boyfriend is the fact that she's like hey i want to have sex right now and he's like get the fuck out of here like i don't I'm have busy. time for that I'm yeah, busy. I'm busy. yeah i'm obviously gay said, get out of here said no straight dude in the history of the ever said no, no. dude in the no history dude. of the no one's when that gay proffered sex. <laughs> yeah. girl no. no one's that gay so there's but, lewis formulating his plan oh, he, with he his, sees the helmet the nazi helmet <laughs> and the mask so it looks so like will ferrell and that's the that's what we yes. call premeditation okay yeah yeah <laughs> clearly okay. yeah so he's he is very much he knows exactly what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. um, so he he sneaketh into uh, it's biblical <laughs> into Padua. Almost. Yes, it's, it's into the uh, uh, the moon room uh, with uh, whatever the fuck her name is. Head and they have sex. Daphne. <clears throat> yeah, we'll go with that. Split up, gang. <laughs> and in the in the twisted sort of movie logic, she goes, "Well, wait a minute. You're not my boyfriend, but wow, that was really awesome. That's the best sex will I've ever be had. My, will, will you be my boyfriend now? I'm in love with you." And that is exactly how this plays out. And it's exactly how fast it plays out. Wait, mm. isn't that how people wind up married? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's so... Oh, it's, it's like Darth cringy. Vader. <gasps> no. Yeah, it is a very Vader-esque <gasps> Well, yeah, mask. that's what they were going for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Now, they could have covered it up by having her... They could have put a line in there where she said, like, I thought it was you. Like, I knew it wasn't him, but I, but I you know... Like they could have done something, to but they sort did. Of, they actually solidified yeah. how creepy it is because she was like, "Oh, or whatever her boyfriend's name is." She's like, "Oh, Dennis, or whatever." You changed your mind, and we are gonna have sex now. Uh -huh. When he had just turned her down two minutes yeah. beforehand, I changed my mind. We're gonna disguise your voice. 
Oh, God, sure. I thought you were doing something else. Yeah, um, I was like, what's happening right now? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Well, and, and that actually would have made sense if they had put that in there because, you know, let's be honest, she would have known pretty fucking quickly it wasn't. You know, oh, for sure. Why aren't you using any words? Right. You're not saying anything. That's that not the way you always odd. do it. Yeah, yeah. You've got a little flair to it. It's a little more exciting. Yeah. What's going on? Clearly, What's you've studied. You've studied <laughs> since we last were together. Well, because I mean, yeah, I mean, the boyfriend's kind of a moron in the sense that he's at yeah. the kissing booth and he's the one doling out kisses along with the head cheerleader. But then she was like, "Hey, you know, this is all turning me on. Let's go have sex." And he turns her down so that he can kiss other women as opposed to get laid. Yeah, doesn't make she's a lot of gonna, sense. She's going to give him his pin back. Yeah, Ooh. which I thought was a practice that stopped in the 1950s. But the other problem with this too is that when, not if, but when Those head cheerleader boobs. Yeah, what is that? His girlfriend? I don't know. What, what do you, There's a naked the pie eating. Wait, yeah. did you say weird? Yeah, they're weird. They're weird breasts. What are you comparing them to? I, I, <laughs> I'm just wondering. The, Other boobs. Okay. I did not know there was a scale. I I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Just, some, women, some women will just know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't worry about it. I, I, I must have the sort of aphantasia version where I can't. <laughs> I, I, I literally can't comprehend what you're saying. <laughs> it's like clicks and whistles. You had to pick such a racy movie. How are they weird? Red? Wait, you mean there's three of them? <laughs> no. Um, I've seen Is that this in total recall? That would be weird. Yeah, total recall. Um, but no, but when, not if, but when cheerleader finds out that he put the cameras in there and was, I think that's probably going to be a deal breaker. Yeah. You know. Um, I don't know. Like in this movie, it's because it, there's the... Everybody knows that, like, it's it's pretty obvious when, like, a man is writing for a woman's perspective and, like, it it's not really resonating because the guy obviously <laughs> yeah. – uh, yeah. or vice versa. Like, But this is just totally a guy's fantasy where it's like, oh, I raped this girl and I put some, you know, hidden cameras in her dorm room, but she'll just find it charming. Yeah. <laughs> like that – Oh, are, honey, are you do you remember me? that time back in college when I broke in and we filmed you and we all stayed up and that one guy had an orgasm while watching you? <laughs> well, and it's – it's like that. What's that example you gave forever ago where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, I decided I wanted to date this girl who worked at a flower shop. So I went to that flower shop every single day oh, until that, I got her to agree to go on a date with me. Yeah, psychological like, stalking. Yeah. I don't remember which comedian. That was that was from a stand up comedian. Okay, it's like, I don't no, remember. that's called Stockholm yeah. Syndrome. Yeah, like I, don't, I don't remember who it was. Oh, and, and look, I'm going to be honest. At this point, there is a musical number in the movies over. Yeah, they win the contest. Yes. Um, the now, movie actually is a little too long, there. honestly. No, th yeah. there is. Well, there is one thing about the music, though, that uh, Devo was not associated with the music. It was it was other bands. It, I thought it, of Devo. Uh, that's what I thought, too. But it's not Devo. And mm. uh, but the music was I think it was uh, uh, Newman, Thomas Newman, uh, who he's like, he's still doing music. OK. You know? um, and he, he's done. He's one of those guys that kind of goes under the radar. Like, you don't hear about him as much, but he's done a lot of shit. Um, but the musical number is actually pretty interesting um, because it's like the ultimate triumph, in my opinion, of the nerds because See, they kind of use their nerd stuff to make nerd music. And I really dig that kind of music. I like that you're able to tie that in because to me it felt really shoehorned into the movie. It is. No, to, you're right. You, oh, okay. you know, I no, was like, I don't know. It, it wasn't necessary. It didn't really... I, I mean, it, 
I can, I'll put it to you this way. I totally understand the criticism that it feels shoehorned. Yeah, it does. Um, like, to I me, like it is the only thing. No, it was um, cool. I, I liked it. Well, the for lighting, look at the silhouette here. You yeah, got, you've got the guy with just the, going insane. With the hair all spiked <laughs> And up. I never would have thought that that sound, and of course we, we can't play the audio, but I never would have thought that uh, that sound would have been uh, like a processed violin. I would have always thought that was a synth. Yeah, you know, but hey, you know. Um, speaking of sound, so we actually already passed the moment because we were talking about rape and a bunch of other really interesting stuff in this movie. But um, so with all the sexual aspects to Revenge of the Nerds, uh, going back to the Olympic events where they were competing against the uh, Alpha Betas, do you guys know where the sound came from for Booger's uh, contest winning Belch? Oh no, that's a good bit of trivia. Uh, do tell. So do tell. Uh, what's the actor's name again? Uh, I can't, I can't Booger. Uh, well, yeah. Booger. He's, anyway. he's, I mean, the dude's been in a shitload of stuff. He has. He's, yeah, he's on New a, Girl. Yeah, he's been in a He's oddly the uh, dean of the school that Do, uh, Jessica works at. Did you ever hear at. of Moonlighting? Oh, shit. Yeah. That's... He had a major role you. in Moonlighting. That's where I, I... The whole time I was watching it, I was trying to remember what what do I know him from? Are you familiar with Moonlighting, Darth? No, Cardinio. <gasps> oh, my God. Moonlighting. We used to... Stay in at night to watch Moonlight. Moonlight was like was our great. favorite show. It was like Miami Vice and Moonlight yes. were the two mo- the two shows that we loved back Wait, in the eighties. Was Moonlighting Mr. the Bruce one with? Willis? Yeah, I was about to say yeah. that was Bruce Willis and the the woman that he the hated. Uh, he hated her. They hated each other. Yes. Yeah, they hated each other yeah, super she, hard. She is a terrible. I've never actress. seen it, but that was his start because he was a bartender before he was yes. an actor. And somebody like asked him to audition or something, but yeah, I've never seen it, but yeah, I don't really remember that show. Do you know, in New York, he and I started at the same theater, not at the same time, but, uh, Clearly, he did a little bit better than I did in the acting world. What are you trying to say, Mr. Brown? Well, Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. Yes. Sybil Shepherd. No, because when, when it. it was just a little community theater on 52nd Street and 8th Avenue, and the the artistic director Name said, Name dropper. No, he just said, <laughs> You know, Bruce Willis used to work here, and he touches the wall where there's, you know, a post, you know, they have all their, their play posters, and, and there Bruce Willis was in one That's of the cool. Shows. Snazzy. So, uh, but yeah, so getting the back nerds to the nerds win. The nerds win. The nerds win. But hang on, yeah. hang on. So one of the oh. contests that they won was Booger's uh, oh, yes, contest yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. belch. I got yes. And uh, the actor said, he's like, yeah, you know, some people can belch on command. I simply can't. So they actually uh, blended the audio of a recorded belch with that of a sound of a camel having an orgasm. <gasps> now, here's Say my question. What? Because the internet didn't exist back then. So did the sound guy <laughs> go and open that? up a thing of tapes and go, hmm. camel farting, camel <laughs> eating, camel not liking the television. Oh, orgasm. Here we go. Camel orgasm. Seriously, he opened up the card catalog, yeah. broke yeah. out the microfiche, <laughs> yes. and found that tape. Well, yeah, that's, like, and who was the guy who recorded it? Uh, you know? Oh. And what did he have to what did he have to do to get the recording? I've seen movies with horses, but never Ew. a camel. Wait, what's up? What's up? Ew. Camel, <laughs> I made another gross spit. reference, didn't I? They do spit. You yeah. gotta be careful. Um so they don't swallow, they spit. See, I wasn't gonna I you see Well you left it wide open. Yeah, you sold past That's the That's what she said. Like the like the <laughs> what did it was the it was the dinky winky and the dinky do or was tinker it? Tinker dink. The tinker dink and, and the, the tinker dinker. <laughs> <laughs> 
What, what, Which, what, what kids' storybooks did you read as a child? I, I, I just watched Bob's Burgers. That's oh, what. Yeah, that's that's that well, that's okay. not the only Bob's Burgers reference we've got because when they I'll put the liquid heat and the jocks jock straps, it makes me think of the Halloween episode where Louise put hot taco yes, sauce yes. in the high school boys' underwear. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> only one of them wore underwear. So, um, Bob's Burgers. We, we've got we've got um, a fairly new audience uh, because we're now. Uh, doing straight to Twitter. Oh, uh, so some some of you also known as X. Yeah, X. Yeah, uh, AKA. If you if you're watching this on on YouTube, and and uh, most of the people who are watching this probably right now are watching it on YouTube. That's we're not so we're not a, we're, and late. we're not abandoning YouTube, but uh, we encourage you to go over to Twitter or X. Uh, in fact, the our handle is hindsight on X. Uh, not X to see. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be posting all of our full length videos there, so you can just follow us there, and uh, and you'll get all of our content. And we have it's great because we do other content. We have yes, we do. We, we have the fake movie trivia thing. We have we, word we, tales. We've been doing yeah, we've done yeah, all that in stuff. German. In German, we have that now. But uh, for those of you who are new to the audience, uh, we have this thing uh, that we do most episodes called the Alf to Seinfeld scale, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and. That is not a scale judging how good a movie is. What it judges is how good a movie has, or how well a movie has held up and changed over time. So, for example, the lowest end of the scale is ALF because years ago, as a small, soft-brained person, I thought (laughs) ALF was extremely funny. Yes. Uh, If I watch it now, I want to commit suicide. Whereas um, Seinfeld, when you were a kid, uh, watching an episode of Seinfeld was equivalent to your mom running into her best friend Janice at the grocery store and talking for 45 minutes. Watching and you Dragnet felt like, or yeah. Lawrence Welk, perhaps. <laughs> and you felt like you were dying a slow, painful death while you listened to your mother chat to her BFF in the market. Whereas now you watch Seinfeld and you're like, oh, I do hate that guy who chews too loudly. I love this show. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So Alf uh, is the lowest and Seinfeld yeah. is the highest score. Yes. It's the ALF Seinfeld scale, which you can remember by the acronym ASS. Um, So on this movie, and and what we usually do is if you haven't seen a movie before, if one of us is watching this movie for the first time, it's just kind of a natural five. Right. Uh, So in this case, five means it hasn't changed. Right. So for me, given the fact that this is the first time I've ever seen this movie, I already have my score. It's a five. Yeah. For me, I am going to give it about an eight. Um, Interesting. Rape and all. Go ahead. No. You gave it the eight. I want you to stick with the eight. It's important yeah. that no you bullying. stand firm. Well, no bullying with the ass. Here, okay, here's the thing. Because I'm going I, in the opposite direction, and I want to juxtapose your position. Well, I never really. This movie was never on my radar. It wasn't one of my favorite movies. It I seen it a few times. You know, yeah. um, I mean, you can't grow up in the '80s without seeing Re- Revenge of the Nerds. Mm. Um, there are. I actually watched it this week for the first time in many years and sat and paid attention to it and went, okay, I get where it's going. It is funnier. It's way funnier to me in some ways than it used to be. Uh, Because as a kid, I just didn't find it all that funny at all. Having, Having gone through college, gone through life, looking back and been a nerd. Did your perspective change at all due to the fact that you're a dad now, as opposed to the first time you saw the movie? Because, like, uh, James Cromwell, 
really crack me up a little bit because it's funny how dads are with their sons when mom's not around. It's like, oh yeah, son, definitely go get laid in college. That sounds great. Um, Yeah, I can see the 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 fact that I'm a parent and everything, you know, I, I still don't. And again, giving it an eight doesn't mean it's an eight out of 10 on quality. Yeah. It's just the change, the delta. The change. How yeah. it shifted yes. in your yeah. perspective the since delta. the first time yeah. you saw it. Yeah. yeah. The tri-lambs. All right. So then how about you, Mr. Brown, since this was your pick and all. Yes. The well, rapey college movie. <laughs> when I saw this as a young man in a time that was much different than it is today, it was my inspiration because I was... A nerd, and I enjoyed looking at naked women. In fact, there was a time when we found a classroom that was right across from the girls' dorm, and every Friday oh, night God. about 9 p.m. when the girls were getting ready. Wait, wait, has the statute of limitations run on yeah, all this? Yeah, before you put it, this I think on it has. Record, I, think, it has. I think you're probably, okay, you're fine then, you're fine. But, but the thing is, my friend Brian and I saw this, and every time he spotted a girl getting ready to go out on the town, Herpai, herpai. So we would train our binoculars on that room, and it was uh, it was very exciting. So oh, look, I mean, uh, it's all, all fun. I had a, I, I, one of my friends, Good, uh, clean fun. His his next door neighbor was a single mom, and I swear <laughs> I to God, you. and I swear to God, this woman knew whenever he had friends spending the night over, because she, it was like clockwork. <laughs> she was in the window changing clothes, and she was she was hot as could be. A very Marty McFly. Yeah, and it was always like it's weird looking back on it, going like that was actually kind of weird at the time. It's just whoa. It seems normal at the time. Yeah, but looking but then back when on you look it, back, and that's why I'm going to give this a three because now that I'm a little older, wow. my libido has cooled a bit. And that scene was a little rapey. I have to admit, I'm gonna, I didn't, just I didn't, a little. I didn't yeah. quite recognize that what? at the time. I thought it was good, clean, fun. She liked it afterwards and seemed to accept yeah. him for who he was. And and he, and he made a very good point. Jocks spend all their time studying sports, thinking about thinking about sports. Nerds spend all their time thinking about nookie numbers. Nothing. No sex, sex. So they they aren't typically See, very good at it. You know what? I'm I'm changing mine to a seven, and I'll tell you why. Oh what? man! Look no, at no, this. no 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 no. Hang on a second, because I remember that scene actually pissed me off. Well, it was bad. the rape scene, but but from a screenwriting perspective, it was such a missed opportunity because if they had just changed that line. Where, of, oh, where, you changed your mind to... Well, well yeah, if they should have included a, you mm-hmm, know, yeah, but mm-hmm. but the fact that he said, well, jocks spend all their time thinking about sports, we nerds spend all their, their time thinking about sex. If he had said something more like, jocks just think about sports, nerds, you know, and you could, I don't know how you would phrase it, but it was something along the lines of, well, we, you know, we actually care. We're actually, you know, like, there's decency to us. They're not decent. You know, compare yourself to the bad guys in a way that makes you noble. Yeah. No, I <clears> see know, where like, you're getting. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah, of course I was better in bed than your boyfriend. I actually cared about if you enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, as opposed to him. Yeah. You know, so they didn't do that. But I don't know. I, I don't think any are noble. One just spends a little more time throwing a football and the other one spends more time studying various techniques that are appreciated by the other sex. Well, the other gender, the nerds know how to read the Kama Sutra. Yes. You know, I got a copy at home myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never read it. I'll bring it's, it in. It's, next it's time. online. It's, yeah, yeah, it's good. That doesn't mean I'm going to look at it. I know. Well, so if I do that, then that, uh, unless, uh, Oh my God, that lowers the average by point seven, I, well, I two, think three. that brings it down Nerd. to, a, <laughs> that, 
brings it down to a perfect five. Uh, there a you five, go. a seven, and a and what did you say? Three. three. That that in my mind it's is fifteen. Five. Right. It is a perfect film. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a five. So that means it's basically what it is. You know. So teeny boppers, get out there, watch the film, and let us know. Contact us. We have yes. a point. Of, we have a contact point teeny of contact. Boppers. Yes. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, you know. Yeah, comment and uh, say what did you think about it. And yes. remember, if you do watch this and you did like it, make sure that you follow us. Uh, retweet, like, definitely all re, that re, stuff. Just yeah. re-follow us. Yeah. Like, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, also known as X. So no, yeah, give everywhere. us a follow. We're yeah. everywhere. Um, that's Take us about, home. Yeah, Darth. I think, Darth, why don't you take us home? All right. Well, thank you, Hindsiders and all newcomers uh, to this arena for joining us for your drive time, your listening time, any kind of time, your uh, rape in a funhouse time. We don't really care. Uh, this has been Darth, Adam, and Jason with Revenge of the Nerds on Hindsight. And good night. <laughs>